Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock Oh, man. Voting going on in the house right now. Trying to find that Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, trying to drum up enough votes. The House has voted, and they're adjourning until 10 o'clock tonight. Oh, come on. So we're going to get the old Friday night news dump. They're going to pick a Speaker of the House about 11 o'clock tonight, and nobody's going to give a damn. I mean, he's about four votes shy of where he needs to be. He's flipped a lot of votes today. Um, and it's curious, like the last, uh, the last vote um, on the ballot, um, nobody uh, cast their votes. Like no opponents nominated anyone for speaker the second time around today. So uh, maybe interest is flagging here a little bit. It's of course you're not going to get Gates or Bobert to to flip their votes. I think I, I think there's a lot of self-aggrandizing with those two like loves to be in front of the camera loves the attention loves to leverage their power to get what they want for personal gain doesn't mean that they're not uh, right but you're uh, right too like both things can be true like you can not like kevin mccarthy but you can also say that matt gates loves matt gates Lauren Boebert loves some Lauren Boebert. Love the TV cameras, love the attention. But they're on record now as saying by 10 o'clock tonight, they'll have enough votes to end this thing. And Kevin McCarthy's wildest dreams can finally come true (laughs) of being the Speaker of the House. The rumors were starting to circulate this morning that McCarthy had cut a deal with some of the holdouts. A lot of the members of the Freedom Caucus, uh, a lot of deals were made because quite a few votes flipped from yesterday to today. But Matt Gates will not be one of them. Here is Matt Gates on Kevin McCarthy. You only earn the position of Speaker of the House if you can get the votes. Mr. McCarthy doesn't have the votes today. He will not have the votes tomorrow, and he will not have the votes next week, next month, next year. And so one must wonder, Madam Clerk, is this an exercise in vanity for someone who has done the math, taken the counts, and is putting this institution through something that absolutely is avoidable? Is avoidable. So there's Matt mm. Gates, but it sounds like maybe he will be selected later on tonight got to get a few more of those votes to flip and then you will have a speaker of the house he's had to negotiate and he's been i I feel like you know he's negotiated a lot so far there's maybe some stuff behind the scenes we still don't know about but like the one member motion to vacate where uh you know the threshold needed to force a vote to to kick out the speaker is just one member instead of like half half the members as it was under Nancy Pelosi. Keep on talking about the Freedom Caucus and how they won a couple of seats on the House Rules Committee. Uh, term limits changes to you were talking about earlier the uh, appropriations process and some of the some of the the pork that's in some of these bills that they they try to get passed through. So there's been a lot of negotiating behind the scenes. I I gotta tell you, man. I, I we always learn in this business, new people are turning 
tuning in every 15 to 20 minutes. New people are, are coming to the show. Other people are tuning out. They're getting home. I'm wondering how many people are, are actually truly on the edge of their seat, biting their nails, waiting for uh, Kevin McCarthy to be named House Speaker, who's actually paying attention to this stuff as closely as we are. Be honest with yourselves you know, and answer this. What are you going to be watching at 10 o'clock tonight? The Pacers game, <laughs> On Patrol Live, or the House Speaker vote? Probably uh, uh, Yellowstone for me on DVR. <laughs> you know, I am, I've made it clear I mean, I'm not a fan of McCarthy. I don't think you keep putting the same people in positions of power who keep letting you down, but it almost feels like it's inevitable at this point. So we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, they are adjourned, and they'll come back tonight around 10 o'clock, and we'll see if four more votes can be flipped in favor of Kevin McCarthy. Uh, Kylan, can I please have some mood music? It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. What? Nigel? What's going on here? It's January. I thought we were done with this. Today is Democrat Christmas. It's January 6th. Oh, okay. I got it. Democrats love January 6th more than they like Christmas, certainly more than they like July 4th, which they view as a very racist holiday. This is what they've been waiting for. <laughs> Keep in mind, this anniversary of what happened at the Capitol a couple of years ago, Kamala Harris... Your current vice president has compared it to both 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. Wow. Dates echo throughout history, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them where they were and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault. Dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941, September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. That's an egregious insult to the victims of 9-11 and their families to compare uh, a couple of hundred knuckleheads breaking into the Capitol building, uh, pooping on... Nancy Pelosi's podium, and you compare that to Pearl Harbor and 9-11? Shut up, man. You guys were not nearly as worried about the daily riots in this country in multiple cities going on for weeks at a time. But you have one, you have a few hundred knuckleheads, and they were wrong, and they should be arrested, and and uh, of course, you know, given their time in um, in court, but you got to. I, I just I roll my eyes, man. I've been saying that all day. I've been I've been rolling my eyes a lot today. I've had enough of this crap. Well, then you better get your eyes adjusted because here is Corrine Jean Pierre. Ha ha ha. So, I'll first say, and you've heard me say this many times, and the president as well, uh, we've been very clear from the beginning that what we saw on January 6th was the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm watching right now is something pretty abhorrent. I'm watching uh, Ashley Babbitt's mom being arrested on the, on the anniversary of January 6th today, trying to put up a memorial outside the Capitol building for her daughter. Now, Ashley uh, Babbitt was the only one that was killed 
of those trying to get into the Capitol. From police officers to the rioters, there was only one death attributed to that day, and it was Ashley Babbitt. Unarmed Trump supporter, shot at point-blank range, veteran, and, uh, you know, people were applauding the police officer that did that. When, trust me, you... I mean, during the riots in the summer of love, if there would have been an unarmed social justice rioter break into a police precinct and been shot down, been put down, there would have been uh, extremely different circumstances, (laughs) right? I didn't see Ashley Babbitt's name on the back of any NBA jerseys. Uh, Kylan, can you turn my computer up here? Would you like to hear uh, your president, your commander-in-chief, talking about the specific date on the calendar today, January 6th? Would you like to hear Joe Biden, Nige? Oh, sure. The impact what happened on July the 6th had international repercussions beyond what I think any of you can fully understand. Did I catch a July the 6th (laughs) in there? The impact what happened... On July the 6th, had international repercussions. <laughs> July the 6th. Good God almighty, this guy. Um, <laughs> and again, on January 6th, we're led to believe that a guy in a buffalo suit almost took over the country. Right? That's what they want us to believe. That a guy in a buffalo suit and a Viking hat almost became the makeshift president. The smiling, waving toboggan guy holding Pelosi's podium. And that was how our country was almost overran. But as you said earlier, Nige, the summer of love, 2020. Oh, it was excused by corporate media. It was almost encouraged. Uh, look, mostly peaceful process. Billions of dollars were the damage. But uh, or it was mostly peaceful riots. Right? The protests in late spring were mostly peaceful, yeah, but damage from looting and arson will cost one to two billion dollars in claims. That's according to the Insurance Information Institute. <laughs> mostly peaceful protests. And any time one of these folks gets arrested for capital riot related offenses, the government makes it sound like they just busted El Chapo, <laughs> right? They just busted public enemy number one, like the biggest serial killer in the world. And this brings us to O.J. Simpson, because <laughs> I remember when the first charge was made in the Capitol riots, O.J. was out on the golf course and put this little video together. From January 6th, one of the guys um, uh, got convicted, I think, on four charges, which is going to be kind of a watershed moment for the, all the other guys who have been ch- charged. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of talking now uh, for the people who said it was a peaceful demonstration. You don't break windows and break locked doors on peaceful demonstrations. I'm just saying. I mean, the juice. I mean, he would yeah. know, right? That's a man that knows his way around the legal system. And it seems like only yesterday that our longtime newsman, Stan Lear, was working on this program. And we had him read some responses to that video (laughs) that OJ did out on the golf course. At Papa ZAO. Hey, Juice, you're a great legal mind. Thank you for your takes. Did you craft this skill over your many hours in a courtroom when facing criminal charges for double murder? At Nico Maddis. Great to see you're still able to slice up the greens, Juice. At Pedro in Calgary. That is some cutthroat commentary, Juice. At Calvin J. 85. 
Ron and Nicole never got the opportunity to storm the Capitol. Oh. And Bob Ragulevich. Oh. I think I saw the real killers at the beer cart on the 13th green. <laughs> at Hurricane Randall. I see OJ is out on the links wearing his lucky stabbing hat. Stan Lear, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> longtime iconic newsman uh-huh. here at WIBC. His legacy remains. Going back to Joe Biden, talking about that historic thing that happened on July 6th. <laughs> Courtney tweets at us at Hammer and Nigel. Imagine such a horrible attack on democracy that the president can't remember the date. Is this anything next?